we start by saying this is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 163. I'm your usual host, Jared. I am joined today by Mr. Michael Mahoney. Coming to you live from my desk. Great work. I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Suddenly my kids went to sleep, so now I can recreate the scene from the BBC. Ah, so they can't just wander in in a walker. Nah. <laughs> I, I mean, all of them walk. But it's yeah. really the walker that sealed it. Like the, the kid, yeah, the kid coming in with the strut was like pretty good. But it's not until the walker shows up that you realize, like, obviously, there's no control in, in the in, in this household. Like things things have clearly <laughs> taken a turn. Not only that, but like the, the walker kid came in, like all like fucking knocking shit over. And, like, the most movement impaired child was like, I I get in there. Like, come on now, <laughs> you know, just fucking do it. Uh, you in the BBC, son. I'm also going to be on TV. I of course have yeah, Mr. Exactly. I have Mr. J. Joseph Jr. as well. Six more until sixty-nine. Yep, yep. We're so close. We'll have a funny joke about that. Oh boy, I can't wait. It'll be one about putting penises in your mouth. Um, homophobia isn't funny, Jared. Hey, you know, just a just a little observation that I had here. I bought some. Uh, I bought some uh, protein powder. Um, yeah, and it's. Uh, it's cake batter flavored. It came today, and I tried it, and it was pretty good. But I couldn't help but think, like, isn't that an unusual flavor for a fitness product? Because even the fattest motherfucker I know is able to cook the cake before he eats it. You know what I mean? I feel like cake batter is, like, rock bottom the flavor. Like, you've got to be... Like, I feel like cake batter is what you eat, like, the day after you wake up from having your two legs amputated from diabetes, right? Like... <laughs> Where you're just like, I don't have time to cook this, or or I'm bedridden and can't get to the oven to cook it, so I'm just gonna stir it up and then scarf it down. Oh, I miss yeah, agree that. Thinking, you should probably be crying when you're cooking when you're eating cake batter. Hey, I I have something to brag about because I never cook because I don't feel like it. Okay. I don't like doing it. Um, but I had I was forced to cook cook because of this blizzard. Uh huh. Wait, are you guys so having I a made... blizzard? Yeah, we're having a blizzard. Oh, what? You might not, might not have heard about this. Oh, it's like in the 70s here this week. Um, no, we are seriously having a blizzard. It, it started pouring, uh, started coming down at like 11 or 12 last night, and then oh. we got a, a reprieve from it briefly, but now it's coming down again. Well, better you than so. me. All right, cool. Yeah. My, my trees so are I had blooming. A, you know, if I can't get delivery, I had to do the rare thing and cook, so I made myself some... Portobello ravioli in a clam alfredo. Wow, that sounds pretty uh, exotic. Did you make your own pasta? I, I did not make my own ravioli. I made everything else, but not that. Okay. Uh, and then I made a tropical fruit salad. A tropical fruit salad? Yeah. What's a tropical fruit aside from a pineapple? Uh, you got mango. I actually forgot pineapple, which I'm sad about. But you have uh, mango in there, uh, banana, kiwi... I, uh, let's see what else I put in there. Orange. I I put in a bit of. It's not tropical, but I used some pear, and then I used uh, coconut, uh, actual fresh coconut, but cut thin and um, and softened a bit. Wow! So this is yeah, this is very impressive. Quite nice. I can't even Speaking tell you the last of a time blizzard. I had a kiwi in my house. Speaking <laughs> of the blizzard, um, Pornhub is sending out branded plot tracks uh, on Boston. For something, what? Why? <laughs> to plow the streets because of the blizzard. 
is it just they're like literally a, plowing Boston? Is it just a euphemism? Okay, yeah. No, no, they're actually sending like there's pictures of it on like Reddit and stuff. That company just cannot resist a good joke. Like they yeah, just, it's amazing. I love them. They just cannot <laughs> yeah. let it. They cannot let it escape them, can they? They're national treasure. <laughs> also, if you go to their website, they have dirty movies. Yeah, I've heard about That's that too. True. Did you just? Are you serious? What is this link, Lucio? Can I click this while we watch the yes, while we do the can. podcast? It's great. Oh, it's just a plow. Okay. So, Jared, you're a protein powder guy now, huh? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm living. Uh, I'm living the protein life. So, are you gonna get one of those hoodies with no sleeves next? Uh, well, my tap out shirts just got here, so <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. Um, nice. They don't fit me. It's just one step away from a no fear t-shirt. Oh, no fear. I don't know if I'm ready to live uh, quite that that dangerously, but uh, any day now. So, you know, look out, people on the street, because I'm coming for you to to kill you or whatever, whatever the tap out people do. I just always assumed they killed people. No, they usually just try to look tough. I just put them in an arm bar until they uh, until they tap out, I guess. So do we go over to your house to watch the UFC fights now? Do you guys what do you want to watch UFC fights? You probably would watch a UFC fight. I watch UFC, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't care. I it doesn't it doesn't tickle me. Not yet. Oh, so you think that's the slippery Holy slope that you start to go down? Of course. Yeah. It starts with cake batter and it ends with you watching UFC fights. Yep. I don't think it ends there, but yeah, it's along the way. I mean, I'm not working out or anything. I'm just eating protein powder. <laughs> I haven't even been stirring it into anything. I just eat the powder. I guess really I could have just had you some cake You need a friend, powder. Jared. I need some cake mix. Can someone get me some cake you, mix? You went on a diet and didn't want to eat regular cake batter. So I you figured, oh, this must I be healthy. I was thinking, I was like, you know, eating regular cake batter, I should really stop doing that. So maybe now what I'll do is I'll just eat this protein powder that tastes like cake batter. <laughs> By the way, it just tastes like it's vanilla. Strong. Like, no offense to the guys who came up with that, but it's just it's pretty much just vanilla. And they put like a little bit of salt in it, and they're like, mm, "It's a cake batter." I don't know why they sound like that, but they do. We've only got so many voices on here. Hey, what should we do now? Should we play this? Do you guys want to play this game now, or do you want to do it later? Just what now? Since we're talking about porn, yeah, I'm fine with playing it now. Yeah, since we're talking I'm excited. about porn and cakes and all these other things. Okay, all right. So we were we were talking about like new uh, features that we could have on the show because we need we need more features, you know. And so I've come up with this exciting new game. It's the hit new trend that's sweeping the nation. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's playing it. It doesn't have a proper name yet. So if you think of a great name, I want you to email it to us because we don't know what to call this yet. But we're soliciting uh, creative suggestions. So uh, tweet at us or send us an email and tell us what we should call this. But in this exciting new game, what we do is I read you a comment that was either pulled from a live Twitch stream or from a Pornhub video. And your guys' job is to tell me which one it came from. Seems simple enough, right? Yep. Okay. I got it. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get started then. So I'll, I'll, give, you each a, I'll give, you, give you each a guess as we go. So uh, first comment uh, comes to us from the internet, uh, as they all do. And it says, my longest relationship is with my mom. I'm 12, by the way. What do we think? Do we think Twitch or Pornhub? I'll say porn. Twitch. I'm going to go with Twitch. Uh, so Twitch is the majority, and Twitch is correct. Twitch is the... Huh. Uh, here, do you want me to keep score? Should I keep score here? 
Sure. Sure. So why not? Michael, we got Jay, we got Lucio. So no points for Lucio. Jay and Michael both get a point. Okay. Can you tell us uh, what game they were playing? Uh, this is from a... Actually, yes, I can. Uh, this is from a Hearthstone stream. Ah. That makes sense. Yes. Uh, oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. I lied. Uh, Overwatch. This is an Overwatch stream. Even more sense. Um, Does that make more sense? Yeah, it's more fitting. Uh, anyway, next up. I, I was thinking of Hearthstone because I uh, read the next line here. Uh, it says, anyone interested in playing Hearthstone? None of my friends get on anymore. Twitch. Lucio? I'm going with porn. Yeah, it seems like a red herring. I'm going to go with porn. Okay, Michael and Lucio are correct. That is a Pornhub <laughs> porn comment. For which porn? Uh, that I do not recall. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> hey, did you know Did you know that the typical visit to Pornhub lasts eight minutes? Here, here's what I'll tell you. I wanted to find, uh, I wanted to find comments, and I didn't want to have to look very long for them, so I sorted it by most viewed. Um, so each of these porn videos has over a million views. Um, very nice. Life. So it's a popular one. It's a hit. Uh, next up, we have... I fart after masturbation. <laughs> that's uh, that's a tough one. This is a 50-50 toss-up. Yeah. I'm going to go with Twitch. She says Twitch. Yeah, let's go with Twitch. Uh, I think know. Twitch. Okay. Uh, you are all correct. That is a Twitch comment. <laughs> oh. uh, Michael leads with one point. Uh, Jay and Lucio are tied at two. We've been reviewing video you games. Lead, he leads with one point. So you mean he leads with three. Well, yeah, he has three points. He leads by one. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, next comment. Can someone make a t-shirt of left guy in a thong? I will buy it. Can someone make a t-shirt <laughs> of left guy in a thong? In a thong? Like, guy. They're referring to the guy on the left. Left like guy. Like Lennon? Oh, okay. <laughs> like Lennon? <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, there's our next t-shirt, uh, Jared. Lending in a thong. <laughs> so, oh my god, so, this one's a difficult one. Odd first one I'm going to guess two. porn. Okay, Michael says um, porn. I'll go with Michael's. Go with Twitch. Okay, uh, Jay is correct. It is Twitch. Yes! Oh. Oh. Uh, it, was from a, it, it was actually from a uh, professional Overwatch stream, like a tournament, and they were referring to the left announcer, like the, the guy on the left. They wanted, uh. a, they wanted a t-shirt of him in a thong for some reason. I don't know why. So I noticed I you why. find all the sick weirdos on the Overwatch comments. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Overwatch oh. just has the fastest moving chat, so I can get comments quicker. Um, people like to talk when they're watching Overwatch. Well, they're probably bored. Uh, let's see. Next up. Does anyone know what's the deal with those Chinese dragon-looking things in Zelda Breath of the Wild? What? Porn. Porn. I'm going to guess Twitch. Okay. Uh, Jay and Lucio are correct. It is porn. Uh, I thought you were throwing <laughs> us another switch up. Uh, I think Jay just uh, jumped into the lead here um, with four points. So next up, uh, next comment, and actually the last comment. I didn't, I didn't curate too many of these, so I, we should have gotten more. These are great. Um, yeah. Next up is, well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules. Now I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun because your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. 
You never shine if you don't glow. That's Shrek. That's porn. I'm thinking porn. Lucio, what do you say? Let's go with Twitch. Why not? Uh, it is porn. Uh. <laughs> it's got to be some anal shit. That makes uh, that makes Jay tonight's winner with five points. Good job, Jay. Yeah, yep, 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 very good. Well done, Jay. What do I win? Uh, honor? A link to some porn. <laughs> A link to some porn. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, links to the I, videos I, where I this came from. Porn for, for winning? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I didn't plan this far ahead. I just had an idea, and this was the idea. This is the best is I like, could do. This is a freaking hard game. It is. Yeah. It is really a crapshoot. No matter how you look at it, right? Um, that that Breath of the Wild comment that led to like a twenty-string uh, chat about these dragons in Breath of the Wild. Like I actually, I think people might talk about video games more on that site than they do on Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. I think it's wholly possible. I think Twitch is basically a place to go and talk about how perverted and, and weird sex stuff you want to do. And I think Pornhub right, well, is a place to go Twitch, to, to... Twitch always has people flashing their bits by accident on camera. Right, right. And so I, I don't know what the I don't know what they're thinking. But uh, all right, well should we talk about some games? Yeah, let's talk about some games. We may as well talk. Maybe about we should some talk games. about some sick porn. Um, I think we should probably start start with uh, near this week, um, and then maybe we can insert night in the woods. Like, are you, right in are the you sure you don't want to talk about torment, Jared? Well, I mean, if you'd rather start with that, we can do that. Get just like, I don't know. It's like ripping the bandaid off. Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Let's do that. Let's tear all the hair out, and then we can. But, all right. Yeah, let me. Then we can I go back to our smooth arm. I don't really want to hear. <laughs> So, you don't want to what? So Torment, Nides of, T- Torment Tides of Numa Numa is the latest game from uh, B- B- uh, Bioware or whatever the fuck. No, in exile. Yeah, those guys. And uh, those are the makers of uh, Wasteland uh, 2 and yes. nothing else. Um, Torment. And Tor- <laughs> and, oh, wait. Is this a sequel to Torment? No. Okay, so Torment. You- All right. So it is a spiritual successor to Planescape Torment, which is a game that came out a while ago. Oh, I remember um, that game. And they did and they did get the writer of that game, uh Chris Avalon, to write this one too. Nice. Um so the first one was a weird game in terms of like they, they tried to kind of eliminate a lot of the CRPG like cliches. So like you don't name your character until the end, for example. Um you know, rats are super Ginger's enemies. Um, you mostly talk. Like basically, everybody's review of uh, Planescape was, "I hope you like reading." <laughs> um, and this uh, hasn't really changed. It's very much um, the same thing. Like I think I, I've been in combat like twice, uh, and one of them, the times was because I forced it, not because the game didn't like let me. Um, but uh, so the interesting thing for me is that when I went into Planescape Torment, I already knew the world of Planescape. Mm-hmm. How? Um, like, what did you did you? Like... Of, I I was a nerd and I played D anD. d Oh, okay. So these are these are Dungeons and Dragons related materials. Well, the first one was uh, Numerena is actually uh, Numa Numa. As you call them, it's actually um, a what? game by some guy named Monte Cook. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a different universe. 
And I know absolutely nothing about it. Like I never played it. I haven't followed it. I knew nothing going in. And some of the concepts, like there's like sentences that might as well not be in English. <laughs> Just because they talk about all these concepts that I have no idea mm-hmm. um, what they're talking about. But essentially, the game starts with you falling and not remembering anything. And you're falling from a really like high distance. Like two stories? Um, Huh? Like two stories? No, it seems like it's a lot more. It takes like, the introduction section goes on for a while, so you're falling a long way. But to make a long story short, you are um, a cast-off, which apparently there is this god who, as far as I can tell, it's just some guy who figured out how to make bodies and switch their, his consciousness at will. Um, so what he does is he uses a body until he's done with it, and he switches to a new one. And the new body gains conscious, its own consciousness, and they're called castoffs. And because this guy can make his own bodies, he usually gives them like specific abilities, so they can have telepathy, uh, or they can regenerate, or whatever. Um, so w- when you start the game, you can choose what which of the gifts you have. So I chose telepathy, um, but. Uh, the idea is that you're trying to remember, uh, you know, what the guy did when he was inside your body. And then um, as you sleep, there is this creature inside your mind called the sorrow who is trying to kill you from within, essentially. So you're also trying to stop him somehow uh, so he won't kill you. Oh, wow. So you're you're having quite the experience. Yeah. So it's it's a very dense game. In terms of um, there's just a lot going on with uh, factions and um, interactivity. Uh, and even for me, it kind of gets a bit uh, too wordy at times. Um, like I said, I, I mostly, because I had the experience from the first Torment game, I picked um, basically a, a social setup, right? So my character is whole intellect and charisma stuff. The, the, I don't have much in the way of combat abilities. Uh, and that has kind of let me progress through the game fairly, uh, you know, fairly far in. But um, at the same time, you know, I haven't seen any combat and there's just a lot going on with, um, you know, talking to people. I like one thing that I noticed, and it's that quests seem to be interrelated. So when you do a quest, you might change something in another quest. Um, Another thing that the game does, which I like, is that time kind of keeps going even if you don't do the quest. So, for example, there is one quest where there's this guy who's killing... Um, like the serial killer in the bad side of town and the um, kingpin that lives in the bad side of town heard that you have these telepathic powers so he comes and gets you and he asks you um, to find out who's doing it uh, so I, I kind of ignored the quest, I was doing other stuff I, I went to rest and the next morning uh, I came, uh, I went there and you know, there's this guy going like, uh, the big boss wants to see you because the serial killer killed somebody else. Um, so, you know, if you sleep more, then he might kill somebody else. Um, another 
thing is um, there's this quest where these bugs are kind of digging underneath a city and it's causing causes to collapse. Um, so if you rest one, even if you're not doing the quest, um, houses start collapsing. And the more you rest and the more you let the time pass, more houses collapse, whether you do something, even if you don't have the quest. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's a pretty interesting way of looking because you can't just go to sleep and, you know, do a, a, an encounter and then go to sleep again because you know things are going to progress. You don't sleep 18 hours a day like the average CRPG character? Exactly. So, uh, who is this for? Who should play this game? <laughs> uh, people who are nerdier than me. I think that's... You think so? You think this is that's, even... That's a pretty stringent price. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, huh. it's, you have to be... Uh, I mean, I like it, but like I said, it, it gets, gets to a point where it's, like sometimes it's just too much even for me. Um, if you like the so social I, I, I want part, to say something real quick about yeah. this persistent world that you talk yeah. about. Um, mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I've seen other games do it. It doesn't happen often. Every once right. in a while. Like Dragon Age Origins sort of did it. But I have to talk about one game real quick. Um, and sorry to interject, but there is a game named um, Altia Tertori. And mm-hmm. it's also very time-based. Uh, the quest won't really progress, but it is very time-based. And you can actually sleep until you get an ending of the game. Um, <laughs> and the ending is uh, she basically slept her, her the night away, grew up old in that town, and then died. The end. Okay. <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, that's, that's kind of depressing. <laughs> I, I'm just saying you should try. You just you, you should see what happens if you like just sleep away everything in torment. I should. Like Rip Van Winkle. Do that. Do a Rip Van Winkle run. That's exciting. <laughs> I mean, things worked out pretty good for him. Yeah, actually, didn't they? I don't remember. Another another cool thing of the game is um, they call Combat Crisis. Uh, and the good, it has kind of a cool thing where you take actions in combat, but they don't necessarily need to be combat actions. Mm-hmm. Like if there's stuff to use, you can walk and use it. If uh, there's something to pick up, you can walk over and pick it up. You can talk to the enemies, um, which one time led to one of them surrendering. Um, so do you, so get like you know, a, do you get like a dialogue menu or? Right. Oh. Uh, so it's uh, you know it gives a little bit more flexibility, but the the combat itself you know if that doesn't work it's still very much basic uh, you know CRPG stuff you know, just mm-hmm. stand there and wait for the rolls. You know, oh. thinking about Rip Van Winkle, <laughs> not to like not to like uh, d- delay here, but I remember <laughs> I remember one piece of the story, which is at the end of Rip Van Winkle, like. Uh, he 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 goes to sleep right for like twenty years, and he wakes up and like all his friends are dead because they died in war or whatever, and his kids are like all grown up and they take care of him. But I remember the big takeaway at the end of Rip Van Winkle. Seriously, like the thing it ends with is the other men in his village wish that they could drink the same stuff that he drank so that they could sleep through their nagging wives. It's just a, is that like the punchline? That's that I, would be nice. I don't know if it's a punchline, but it's how it ends. So okay. I guess it's like a grass is always greener kind of thing, you know? 
Anyway, yeah. Hey, it's uh, as interesting as tides of Numenaria. Numenaria. Numa Numa. Are you going to finish it? How long is this game? It's very long. I will try. I've been very distracted by Nier, though. Uh huh. So between the two, you, you would say you have a preference in the other direction? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Torment. Uh, 23 hours is what how long to beat says. Uh, sounds about right. I mean, it depends on how many side quests you do, I guess. I mean, it's not. Wait, 23 every, hours? Everything gives you a side quest. I, huh? for, I forgot how lame the cover of Planescape Torment is, by the way. <laughs> the nameless one just looking at you like, oh. This is that guy. He looks pretty goofy. As a kid, I always thought it was a guy with corn robes. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. He's like Blue Bob Marley. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, what up? By the way, uh, they, they kept the I've updated my journal line. They kept what? The ah! Famous I've updated my journal guy line. You're, you're going to have to explain that. Is that, is that famous? <laughs> so every time like somebody says something, the name of a song will go, I've updated my journal. Oh, okay. It's, it's one of those things that the, the game just kept repeating. Mm-hmm. What a cut up. Um, <laughs> so they kept that line. But they just just to say it all the time. And my observation about Rip Van Winkle's met with silence. I see. Um, all right, well. It, it is funny how that is apparently something something meaningful enough that Lucio thought to bring it up, but to I those mean, of I, us out from outside, it's completely alien. I thought you, at least one of you had played it, since oh. you kept playing about like the cover. I never played or a torment. <laughs> no, I just remember the cover and remember thinking I, I, I shouldn't buy I this game. Just, I am surprised to find out it's some kind of D and D extension add-on type thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, Planescape used to be one of the campaign worlds or campaign universes. Look at this! Look at this uh, art. Is there is there any more to say about, it or can we talk about the robot girls and dresses? Look at that! Look at that art, and tell me you don't want to play that game. Oh yeah, that's a game, man. It's fucking goofy as hell. Um, well, should we talk? Do you want to talk about <laughs> Night in the Woods, or uh, or do you want to talk about? I mean, it won't take long. There's not a whole lot to say. All right, let's yeah, talk let's about that that so, so we can talk about the good game afterwards. So, not to be confused with Into the Woods, which we discussed on the pre-show uh, a couple episodes ago, more than a couple. It's been been a while now. Um, but uh, Into the Woods is the uh, survival horror thing. Night in the Woods is a is a quirky. Maybe Jay can help me find a, a term to describe this. Um, you know how. This is, this is such an outdated reference at this point. I think it's like t- at least 10 years old. It's actually probably older than that. Um, but the when I try to think of like new age writing and like how people write, how, how like millennials write screenplays now, I always circle back to Juno. Um, how do you write screenplays, Jay? Because uh, you're a millennial and you're a screenplay. Do, do you know that, do you know that yeah, style I, that I, I'm I, talking I, about? You, you, know, you know the style I, that I, I mean? We're like, talking about... You're, you're, yeah, um, where like everyone's sarcastic, and uh, there unless there's like a really obvious archetype, then the characters are usually indecipherable from each other. Like there's there's yeah. quirky store owner. Like the parents, the parents have very clear cut roles, and so they they have their own kind of personalities, and they're usually like more stern and serious. Um, but but anybody else, it's just like fair game, you know. And they're and they're wacky, and they say silly things, and. Um, 
Anyway, Super shitty I, don't, hipster I, don't style. Like a, I don't feel like there's a specific term for it. I think it's just like that style of of indie drama. Yeah, it, it has a very indie feel to it. That's what I'd say. So, so Night in the Woods is a it's a story about a uh, small town uh, that is populated by animals. Um, but but uh, what, what what's the what's the word for an animal that exhibits I, human characteristics? What do we call them? There's a name. Anthropomorphic. For it. Anthropomorphic. Monster. They're anthropomorphic animals. Would, um, would you would you would you say it's mumblecore? Maybe. I don't know. Mm, I don't know if need, that applies in a video game. I need to think about that a little bit. Um, I'm not sure it applies in video games. Well, let me games, tell you. Let me be. let me tell you the story, and then you can tell me uh, if you where you think it fits. Uh, All right. So you're 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 a cat, and your name is May, and you went to college, uh, but now you are coming home uh, because what the fuck are you talking about? Because he's <laughs> talking about the game. Let him finish. Because something <laughs> happened at college. So there was there was some event that you have not that you don't speak about that you won't talk to your parents about. Uh, and, and it has driven you to return home to your small town that you grew up in. And so you got drunk and you got raped. So what uh, happened next? No, that's not what happened. Uh, oh, did you leave a bird on your professor's doorstep <laughs> and he wasn't into? <laughs> did you just keep like a stack of weed under your bed? You no, it's none of it. I, I guarantee you guys, if you guessed all day, you would never <laughs> guess. You would never guess what the reason she left school is. I guarantee you, you'd never, you'd never guess it. Wait, that cat's uh, a girl? She had millennial angst about yes the main life. just realizing hold on i'm just realizing the cat is a girl it is a girl uh she's pretty i thought it was a guy like this entire time no it's a girl <laughs> she's she's pretty casually bisexual so maybe that will do something for you i don't know but uh she's, uh, oh, wait wait hold on let's give it an award particularly <laughs> she's, uh, she's she's a girl uh so you get you get back into town and you reconnect with uh your your childhood friends and um there's there's three friends, two that you knew when you were younger, and then one who's like new. Um, he's he's the boyfriend of of one of your friends. But anyway, there's there's basically this gang of of uh, four of you, and um, the game's kind of uh, it plays out like a visual novel. So uh, it's mostly just text dialogue that that drives it forward. But you have control over May. Uh, so there's some platforming segments and things like that. And there's there's very very. I would never say puzzles, but there's moments of interaction that you'll run into um, where you have to, you, you know, do kind of unique actions. And, and there's little uh, events and things that will show up one time and then and then never show up again. Um, and they can be something as simple as like grabbing a piece of pizza off a plate to eat uh, to something as complex as like figuring out how to ring a buzzer that's it's missing the button, basically. Like you're trying to ring this apartment and... Um, but anyway, there's there's all these little actions that you kind of do throughout the game. But you you reconnect with your friends and you're just kind of like settling back into life. And then one day you guys all go to the diner for like ice cream or pizza or something. And when you come out uh, on the ground, you find a severed arm. And um, you do mm-hmm. the you do the only thing that you can do when you find a severed arm. There's a little mini event where you poke it with a stick. Um and eventually, I mean, that's what I would do. Eventually, the police come and and tell you to stop poking it with a stick. And uh, <laughs> uh, but but anyway, May starts to have all these weird dreams, uh, and she starts to she eventually becomes convinced that she sees a guy, uh, kidnap someone in town and like carry them away. Uh, and so it turns into kind of like a Scooby Doo thing where you guys are hunting for this. Like May is convinced it's a ghost. Everyone else just thinks it might be like a murderer or something like that. Uh, and, and you guys hunt down this person. Is it like blue velvet with furries? Um, 
No. I mean, it's not it's not sounding like Mumblecore. It's sounding very different. You're actually selling me on the game. <laughs> uh, so I I I'll tell you this. I, the 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 actual like ghost sighting or or the moment where you think that there's like a killer out there. Um, it happens so late in the game that I was thinking like it's a it's a six hour game. It's pretty lengthy. And a lot of a lot of the story stuff doesn't really pick up until probably a little bit past the midway point. Um, or maybe it just felt that way to me. And the and the beginning was That's just weird. really slow. But it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it was kind of like that what? was um, was oxen free. I could that was like I think that's yeah. probably a very apt comparison. I bet those two games have a lot in common. Um, it, it's, uh, it's endearing. Like I, I liked the characters and there's things that I remember about them and e- even just things about their language that like I found charming. Um, there even might be some like, like phrasing that, that I, that I, I might adopt from that game that just made me laugh. Um, but uh, like I said, if I had one criticism, it's that everyone kind of has the same personality and is that same, like, like sarcastic, um, uh, it's hard to describe, but you know, every everybody in there is just full of zingers. <laughs> everybody has a witty quip for all scenarios. Yeah, there's not really much of a straight. The the closest person to like your straight man is uh is probably the boyfriend uh, character, and, and even he can't help himself but uh, but have some goofs. Like he's just everyone's just a little charmer in that game. Does the game end and then a ukulele starts playing and someone sings in a breathy voice? No, so I won't. I won't spoil anything, but I will say this. I was convinced uh, pretty strongly that the game was uh, teasing like this supernatural element or this like fucked up murderer element. Um, And then in reality, I had a feeling when we found it, it was going to be just about like inner demons or something like that. And it was going to tie really heavily to like why she left school and she's been haunted by like this memory or something. I I was so sure we were heading in that direction. And uh, I'll just say that it does not head in that direction at all. And it, it's really weird. And uh, it's it surprised me uh, quite a bit. So I, I won't I won't ruin anything because it sounds like Jay might actually want to uh, try it out. But I was I was just like a hipster millennial screenwriter. I was convinced that like the tone of this game was totally going to be like, uh, you know, the ghost was inside you. The ghost is your memories and your re- repressed uh, thoughts and something something like that. But no, there's like there's there's a very tangible uh, threat out there. So communism is, she the killer? is what is she? The I, it killer? just sounds like no. Did she I leave school because she kept for. killing people? No. I told you, 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 there's no planet, Lucio. You could sit down with a dictionary and you would have to just arrange every word like next to each other. <laughs> and it, even then, I don't think you'd get it. Um, so the, <laughs> I, I, I think what you're looking for in terms of it's just it's just wordplay, you know, like wit and wordplay. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's something like that. There's there's just a style to it. And I, I'll tell you, yeah. actually, if I was to call it anything, it would probably be like. Like my Twitter feed is what it is what it reads like or looks right. like or um some something along those lines like it it feels very uh and and even there there are like intentional typos and things like that in the game because you you actually like chat on your computer with a lot of your friends and so you you see like their uh you know incorrect spelling and and things like that um 
there's some sequences in the game that are that are pretty charming. Uh, Michael would shoot himself in the fucking face uh, within the first hour. Like he he's don't ever play this. Don't even don't it, even look at it. Like you've I, I looked heard at the Steam and it, it looks terrible. You've already I, heard I, too much. Yeah. Uh, Bad game. I think it has an overwhelmingly positive review uh, rating on Steam, which I think is misleading. Um, it's not that good. <laughs> it really isn't that good. Uh, I would comment uh, one one thing that's kind of unique about it is uh, you you basically have these these uh, periods of story that you encounter no matter what, but then uh, very frequently you'll have a choice for who you hang out with uh, during a given day, and that will determine what like sequence you see. And um, oh yeah, that's definitely that's definitely sounding like oxen free, and not only that, but until dawn, all this recent these recent spate of like adventure games that just who do you want to hang out with? So the first time that happened, um, I was like, oh, this this might be important, uh, but I wound up hanging out with both of them, and so then I figured that I was not determining what path to take, but more so just determining what order to do it in. Um, but then later on in the game, I started to realize that I was actually missing stuff. Um, and so if you wanted to see everything, I think you'd have to play the game at least twice, maybe three times. Um, but having said that, I'm almost positive you end up at the same resolution no matter what you do. So uh, I, I won't be going back and playing it again, but uh, you, you could. So there might be an opportunity to get some replayability out of it. If you, if you, I think you'd have to find it really charming because the game moves uh, pretty slow and I, I don't see it's not like 999 or one of those games where there seems to be like a fast forward option or at least if there is I haven't found it. Correction I think you would have to convince yourself that you were really charmed. Maybe that too like I said it, 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 it's cute in its own way it, it, it definitely has its moments like to say it has no uh, redeemable qualities is, is, uh, is not true but it is uh, at least not for me. It is. It is not overwhelmingly positive. Like it. I mean, it. It. It sounds interesting enough that I want to try it. I don't admit the 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 games and movies and TV shows are like everyone is witty. That bugs me a little. But um, like, from what you describe, I don't know. It sounds like a cute little adventure to try out. <laughs> it is. There's there's some there's some good drama. There's uh. There's just there's just little fun moments. Um, there's a uh, band mini game where you play the bass guitar in like your friend's band, and it, of course it, it does it does like a guitar hero kind of thing. Uh, and it is miserable. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Um, and they throw some pretty tough stuff at you uh, to to try and play. Um, but other than that, it's uh, it's it's pretty solid when it. It, it, it's so all over the place, though. Like I said, like it's a platformer. It, it's a rhythm game. It's all kinds of weird stuff. Um, and, and and like then, like I said, like it, it kind of lands a weird resolution. And I don't know. I have mixed opinions. I, I would say that uh, at least for my money, um, I'd wait for it to come down in price a little bit. But if you see it on sale and it's in like the twelve dollar region, I feel like I'd pick it up probably. But don't don't pay twenty for it. It's it's not. It's oh not that Jesus good. Christ! I think that's. Oh right. FYI, this this is this conversation is reminding me. I've actually been playing like a ton of fucking shit. I want to talk about it next week on the uh, podcast, maybe or the week after. It's not pressing. But um, I played two games. The first one was um was Wave the Samurai three, and you know where you have to be very selective about what you do when who you hang out with just like that. Um, 
and I like to play the field in video games. And usually that backfires spectacularly in my face, but this time it worked out well. I got the best ending doing that. Um, the other thing is, I played Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, why did you do that? I don't know. Um, and I finished it in one go. Like, I literally finished it in one session. You're a sick man, Jay. 24 hours of my life. I know, I am a sick man. You're a, um, you're I wouldn't suggest it. Like, I wouldn't advise anyone else to do that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have advised them to even play it, uh, much less, <laughs> much less uh, play it all in one sitting. Like that's. I, well, I didn't have a choice. Like I, I was either going to. I bet you had a choice, Jay. <laughs> no, he had no, no choice. I, I had a gun to his head. No. I was, I was either going to do it full stop, or I wasn't going to do it at all uh, because I had like, done a that. Time limit. I had like a time limit to play this. What did so. I score that game? Oh, I gave it a three. That's pretty good. That's, that's better than what a lot of people gave it. You know, actually, in <laughs> retrospect, I don't know if I would have given it a three. I, I in, my memory of that game is much closer to a I, two. I, I think I think that your review actually scored it higher than most people scored. I just it. love David Cage. I don't know what that's I found redeeming about this game because looking, even looking at the screenshots, I'm like triggered. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm sure there was something that I that I liked to feel so generous as to give it a three, but I think it was like you know there's like so little to do. It was basically just a 24 hour movie where you occasionally had to push a button, um, and it wasn't a very good movie either. <laughs> no, like, it wasn't. Uh, I I but the part I wanted to see really badly actually was um, the Navajo part because I remember you discussing that on the podcast. Oh yeah, and how it bugged you. And I didn't realize the Navajo part was actually so deep into the fucking game. Yeah, um, it's pretty it's pretty far <laughs> in there. Uh, it's actually, I think it's in the last quarter, maybe? Yeah, it's or, like in the last or quarter. Or at least the halfway point. Um, Indian Chief yeah. is the final boss. You know, kind of like kind of like how you can't portray like uh, historical Japan without having demons. I feel like you also can't portray Native Americans without having spirits and, and uh, right. uh, ghosts and shit. So, I mean, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have any good memories of the only thing that's left is, is bad, bad, bad memories. Um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I wish I had nice things to say about it, but I don't. Well, oh, well, <laughs> oh, well, um, um all right. you, I, oh, you played a game I, I that know. came out this year, right? There's <laughs> yep. a part, there's a part in like South, in like South oh, Africa, wherever she was. You remember when um, she has this mission to assassinate this warlord? Uh-huh. And I remember playing it. I was, And I remember thinking, I wish that someone like Hideo Kojima had worked on this instead. Because this part, this specific part of the game could be awesome. Like, using your ghost powers to track the enemy and all that shit. That would have been great. Yeah, but actually, some, somebody, uh, somebody like Kojima probably could have... Uh, probably using your ghost that. powers to fight a stealthy commando. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the buzzer that's the beyond two souls buzzer it means we've talked about it it means we talked about a game from 2013 for too long yes that's exactly what it is all right lucio i I think we're all i think we're all curious about uh near automata uh you don't yeah so uh, well hold on so you played horizon 2 right lucio yep if you were going to pick up one of the two which one would you pick up Oof, uh, probably near. Probably near, huh? Hmm? Well, you have to he's keep asking, in mind that... 
<laughs> He's asking for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Recommend, recommend one to me. You'd recommend near to me? <laughs> I don't know if I recommend it to you. <laughs> oh, that, that, that sounded mean. What? <laughs> is there... The thing you need to understand is that, I mean, if you're going to play one of these guys' games, near is going to be it because... It actually is playable, unlike most of his other shit. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it has some good old platinum combat on it. Um, so, you know, you don't, you're not going to fucking hate playing it like, like Dragon Guard 3, for example. Uh-huh. Um, and he has all of the craziness that he usually puts in his stories and the multi-layer, like, stuff. Um, you know, you have to finish the game multiple times to see what's going on, all that stuff is still there. Um, and But he has that great uh, Japanese storytelling you like so much. Well, uh, <laughs> well now hold on, because I do enjoy uh, like like bonkers. Like, it, how, how, how fucking nuts are we talking about? Like, I, I adore uh, like Metal Gear Rising, for example, where the, the president of the United States is your final boss. Like, that's the kind of... That's the kind of wacky shit that I can I can get behind. Um, are we talking like so that, much, that kind of stuff? Or I guess we... I guess we're not spoiling stuff, right? Uh, I assume so not, because it sounds like, it sounds like people here actually want to play it. So, uh, so I know I want to play it. I'm going to spoil a bit of the first game to give context to the second game. That's fine, because I don't give two fucks about the first game. So in the first game. It takes place in 3049. Ah, perfect. <laughs> and uh, humanity looks like it's like reverted back into like feudal times because of some disaster. And there's these things called shades that just kind of pop out and kill everybody. Uh, and you you play as Nier, which is an old like busted up guy in the West and a super spiky hair young guy in the in Japan. Because, you know, localization. Um, so you're either trying, you're trying to save your daughter or your sister, depending on the version, mm-hmm. who has this uh, disease called the Brack Scroll. Oh, is, so this, is this the game where in Japan you're like a sexy teen, but in America yeah. you're like a grown man? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I've learned a little bit about this game, actually. Not only are you an old man, uh, you are like like old Logan, like, you know, Fucked up. Which, by the way, ugly. what a strange uh, translation or, or, or like, I just don't understand how they were like, oh, the Americans want an elderly man to be their main character. They don't want this hot young anime boy. <laughs> They're right. Are well, they? I feel like, wasn't it, wasn't it like the other way around? Wasn't it, didn't, wasn't the, the old man always the main character and then they were forced to change it in Japan? Because they didn't feel like it would sell. Yeah, it was. It was that. Yeah. Yeah. The weird. Uh, All right. <laughs> Square Enix was the one that decided that we needed to be hot and young. And it changes. It changes your relationship to the uh, to the character too, right? Because in America you're her dad, but in Japan yeah. you're her brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, so the shades are like wrecking havoc everywhere. You travel the world. You collect stuff. Um, and what happens is that you find out that the shades are actually like the souls of people because what 
Costa Pro, the, the big cataclysm wasn't actually the shades. What happened was that there was this, um, this plague that was killing everybody. And in order to, to stop it, the, they came up with something called Project Gestalt, which basically ripped out the souls out of people's bodies and kind of put him into like the state of like angelic trance. And then they made these androids called replicants who would kind of take care of the world while they were in there. Uh, and each person had their own replicant. So instead of just making a bunch of generic androids, they made a Jared replicant, a Michael replicant, a J replicant, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened is that the shades are actually gestalts, the, the angels that went crazy and started attacking people. Uh, and w- when you finish the game the first time, the second playthrough, you can actually understand what they're saying. And most of the time, they're just kind of begging for mercy and all like uh, his stuff is um, all of the missions that you're doing are actually kind of misunderstandings. But uh, fast forward to near Automata, and it takes place in 11,000, year 11,000. Perfect. Yeah, so it's been a long time. And the way that the story goes is that these aliens attack Earth. And humans, whoever humans were left, moved to the moon. (laughs) Um, But the aliens, because they didn't want to fight themselves, basically beam their consciousness into machines. And humans, because they didn't want to fight themselves, created these androids based on the replicants from the first game that are what you're playing. Why do they have Lolita, nothing Lolita dresses and high heels? Uh, because Yoko Taro likes girls. That's the reason he gave. <laughs> so that's the beginning to like... Let's even scratch the surfaces. A lot of weird stuff uh, in the game that kind of gets explained. Um, so one of the things, and I don't think that this is a spoiler, but kind of a, a something I noticed is that there doesn't seem to be a lot of agreement of how long anything has been happening for. Like some characters say that they've been fighting for 3,000 years, and other, others say that it's been 7,000. Others say that it's been 10,000. And that kind of makes sense. At first, I thought it was like these people can get their lore straight. But since everybody is essentially a robot in the game, um, they use like, you know, plot devices like, oh, we're going to reset this guy's memory or we're going to hack into this guy's memories and implant stuff. Or, you know, this guy's memories are corrupted, so he lost half of them. Uh, Just things like that. Uh, So it's that kind of... um, you know, world building that you're going for, they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat is really good. Um, they have it's very responsive, it's very fast. You know, very platinum games. So if you like Metal Gear Rising, you'll probably like this combat. Um, it has a leveling system that's uh, it's essentially an RPG system, which I essentially I initially didn't really like too much. Because I meant that if you were fighting against, you know, like if you're level 15 and you have a level 30 enemy, you couldn't really hurt them. But I discovered um, that using these things called chips, you can actually 
uh, buff your your character so much that they can take on those challenges that are harder. Of course, most of the time you still have to be very good because if you take a lot of damage, it'll kill you. Unfortunately, that kind of has the side effect of making the game super easy for me because now that I discovered the uh, the chip system and I kind of played around with it a bit and optimized it, um, I kind of just destroy everything in the game. So what can you tell me about your skirt? Yeah, Jay, Jay with the important questions. No, there's this um, self-destruct mechanism that you can use that deals a bunch of damage to everybody around you. Um, but if um, if you do that, then her skirt explodes and she's basically left in a leotard. That, so, okay. Know, that. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, this sounds like... Uh... This sounds like business as usual. <laughs> it's pretty nice. So, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been inside like a dance studio, but each time those women prepare to go on, they blow up. They self-destruct. Yeah, I'm used to women exploding. Uh, question: Is it so? Is this an open world thing, uh, or it's or... Uh, not really open world? Is it like uh, Neo though, where there's like levels that you're going through, or is no, it... no, no, it's. It's like Snake Eater, where it's kind of a linear world, but at okay. the same time, you know, like you could, if you really wanted to, in, in Snake Eater, you could go back to the very beginning. Yeah, you, you could pretty go much every time. You could go all the way back to your first screen, I think. Right. Yeah. And it does ask you to go back and forth. Okay. All right. So, so, so it'll, it'll have you like. It'll have you like traversing the world, uh, but it's it's not necessarily something where like there's there's no reason for you to like wander over there. Like like Horizon, I'm assuming is is the more open uh, of the two. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Much more. Horizon, Horizon. Not only that, but this has a bunch of bullshit uh, invisible walls. Some of them which piss me off a bit because um, there will be like a hole in the wall, and some holes in the wall you can go through, and some of them are invisible walls. Why did you make so? On the How Long to Beat page, people have uh, main story pegged as 18 and a half hours, which is too long. Um, and they have main plus extras, which they list as 36 hours, which is, uh, I believe, what, like pretty much exactly double the main story. You were saying that in order to see uh, the, the proper ending, you have to beat it twice. Is that true? <laughs> no, I have to beat it four times. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, well, that would explain the completionist uh, listing, which is 65 and a half hours. But um, the, the, there's different stories. Like It changes with every playthrough. It's not the same. Yeah. So but... you're not going to be playing the same content over and over. Okay. All well, right. Uh, so how long, way, how long do you think this game is? opening credits after the second ending. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I, I, I have a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who wants to buy this for me? Um, no one. Jay, why not? That's just a guess. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a fair question. I think you should buy it for me. I don't. I don't want to buy people things. I can see how you would think that. Like I see people sometimes who like really need stuff badly, and I don't want to buy them things. Like I saw this guy who didn't have a coat today, and I was like, yeah, I how, how do you know? How do you know that my life doesn't depend on this game? Well, I guess I don't. So if you can give me compelling reason, that, like it's the end of Jay, unless he gets himself a copy of Nier Automata, um, you know, I, th- th- that's a slightly different matter. 
would, would, a, would a note from my doctor suffice? Yeah, do you have a doctor who will write you a note like that? I think so. <laughs> it's good to have doctor friends, I guess. It's got to be on RX paper. Yeah, I, it needs to be scribbled. We'll know. It needs to be scribbled in such a way where I can't actually read it either. Hey, a little little doctor handwriting joke there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Come to the Enemy Slam podcast for all your, all your uh, humor. Um, so the game has uh, online features too. Oh, cool! Like what? So when you die, your body is left there. Uh, and of course, you gotta come back and then pick up your chips. And if you die, then your chips are gone. Okay, so kind of a Dark oh, Souls, a Dark Souls this, thing. This is brand new. Dark Souls kind um, of. And there's that, but uh, the cooler part is like if you find somebody else's body, um, you can pray to it, and that kind of restores your your life. Mm-hmm. And then you have a choice: you can either retrieve the body, and what it does is it kind of absorbs into you, and you can you can the chips that they have for a few seconds, mm-hmm. as well as some money and some experience. Um, and Or you can revive the body. And what it does is that it creates uh, essentially a third person in your party that fights with you. Okay. Um, and interesting. In a lot of uh, areas, particularly where there are bosses, there's a ton of those bodies. Uh, so oh, you can, can go and kind of go revive them and you know help you with the boss battle. It's an interesting feature. What else? He has a shit ton of weapons. Uh, there's a weapon upgrade system. Do your weapons um, break? No. Well, then what no good is it? Either. You can run forever. Well, that's not modern. I only play games where my weapons break. Yeah, how's the crafting system? <laughs> uh, it's all right. Can I build it's a house? <laughs> I want um, to build a base. If you can't build a base... Why even play it? No, no, you do not build anything. You kind of do the opposite. But <laughs> well, these people are builders. Sounds like trash. Sit around the house and get checks from the government. Yes, <laughs> Michael, that's exactly what's going on. Ah, Medicare scams. The game. <laughs> I want to play that. That's how you can get a copy of this game, Jay. Scam Medicare, just because you know how easy it is to do. We're always hearing about it. Yeah, I, I, I know. That's like the number one thing I always come back to the chat about. Oh, hey, I scam Medicare again. Why don't you just get like three or four Obama phones and hawk them and, uh, and then boom, you got a near automata. No problem. <laughs> He's yep. awfully brazen about his Medicare scams. No problemo. Yep, that's how it works. <laughs> I'll just, I just, I just use my food stamps to buy a copy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can. Uh, Best Buy will take food stamps, won't they? <laughs> well, they not. Anyway, so I'm, I'm glad that now. the game is good because Platinum needed a win <laughs> pretty badly. Oh, so is it Platinum? Did they publish it? No, well, Square Enix is a publisher, but Platinum is a developer. Oh, I didn't realize that. Ew, and I don't want to play it now. <laughs> um, and also, like, I feel like Yuko Tower is one of these, like, a tour gamer games. Hey, hold on. You, know, you, you, you don't want to play it after finding out they're the developer, but they developed uh, Rising and they developed um, Bayonetta. Yeah. Yeah. Back when they were talented. Uh, and then they released <laughs> Ninja Turtles. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, man. They had two sticks. Camilla, Camilla is not involved. In Fucking Star Fox, man. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, like I said, they need a win. And Legend of Korra. And Transformers yeah. Devastation. Like, Transformers Devastation was good. 
Transformers Devastation was good? Yeah. I'm clicking this to see if that is true. And <laughs> it got Looking what? It got middling scores. Um, okay. IGN gave it a seven, which is like a two. Since when do we care what IGN gives it? What IGN is the most reputable video game website of all time? <laughs> what are you even talking about? Who else am I going to listen to? The Jimquisition? I don't think so. Or what even is lying? Definitely not now. Definitely not anymore. Not anymore. Nope. The guy has been corrupted. He's done so. Uh, uh, all right. Well, whatever. So did, did you 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 played it and you liked it and you'd give it a good score? Oh yeah. Okay. There's right. stuff that annoys me a bit, so I'm putting a four or a five. Um, some of the things that annoy me is uh, they like to so the way the game plays is that sometimes they fix the camera up to do like bullet hell sections and stuff like that, or side scrolling sections, and they like to use those to kind of uh, hide enemies outside of your range of vision, which I'm not entirely fond of. Uh-huh. Um, there are some really good side quests, and then there are some side quests that are like, why are you making me do this? What, what did I do to you to, to the service? Uh, so some of the side quests could be better. Um, so, and I know it sounds kind of nitpicky, but like the, the quality really changes. Another thing you do with a side quest is they don't tell you what level you need to be for them. So you can very easily take a level um, 38 side quest being level 12, and you have no way of knowing until you get I there. I kind of like that, though. I mean, if you like it, that's fine, but I kind of feel it's not. Like, I don't see why there's a reason why you couldn't just tell somebody will level the quest and let them decide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one that's an escort quest that's really high level and comes up really early in the game. Uh, that really pisses me off. But um, I don't know that those problems are enough to, you know, for me knocking down a point. Like, it runs really well. There's a weird, like, frame drops that it has, but it's usually when it just, when it changes to like a new area. It doesn't happen during combat, so... It I think really... there's, a, there's a Windows port coming out this week, too. Yeah. So if you want to play it and not have frame drops, but also have like a whole host of other problems from lazy porting, um, you could do that. But I guess the, the frame drops aren't really that big of a problem because it usually just happen when you're changing areas. Okay, gotcha. Um, which I assume is just from loading the new, the new place. Um, how, are, how are load times as a whole? I heard they were problematic. Really? Yeah, is that not your experience? No. Okay, good. I haven't had a lot of long times either. I'm, I think as I've gotten older, I don't care anyway. So like, I can't think of the last time load yeah. times bothered I, me in a game. I have the patience for it. Bloodborne. Before yeah, the I, I don't remember having issues with Bloodborne. Um, oh, we got, we got porn on our phones now. So anytime we have a minute, you know, we, can, we can fill it. Yeah, that's true. There's always something to do. Just um, I, I don't know, man. Another thing that I noticed is just by like looking around is that uh, people seem to be having a much harder time in this game than I have. Uh, and I'm just wondering if it's because they were lazy and they were looking into um, into the chip setup or whatever, but a lot of people are complaining that it's hard. I mean, and they haven't had that experience. It's kind of part of the course. Like, if we're talking about Golden Age Platinum games, like, they, they always were supposed to be at least a little difficult like i mean it's not a it's not a mindless game where you can just 
button mash and, and finish it, but I don't. I felt that it's probably easier than like than racing, for example. So are there like are there like counters and parries and stuff like that that I have to get good at, or am I going to be able to just like stumble through? So there's a dodge mechanic. Uh-huh. That kind of um, like a witch time thing where like you dodge and it slows time down, or well, it dodges and if you time it right, you can do a counter attack that's pretty devastating. Gotcha. And if you don't time it right, you take damage. So uh, there's it's not really a parry system. I think it's closer to the witch time. Yeah. 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 That seems like a pretty pretty reasonable comparison. Which was a system that I was pretty much fine with because you could get by without it, but like when you pulled it off, it felt really good. Yeah. Exactly. And. Um, I mean, it it's really satisfying because there's a lot of enemies that do like multiple attacks. You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, a guy with a spear that will just thrust several times, and if you can like dodge all of them, you feel like a god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also, um, like I said, use that to, um, you know, kind of hit above your weight mm-hmm. uh, because those those attacks do a lot of damage. Um, All right. There's also multiple uh, characters that you play as, which is, I guess, is a spoiler, but whatever. It is a spoiler. Now you're getting into spoiler territory. <laughs> I just want to say that they play completely different, and I appreciate that. Huh. Even like the way they're animated. So, like Tubi, which is the the girl that is in all of the promotional material, she moves very gracefully and all the stuff, and then other characters. Like, there's one that isn't supposed to be so much of a combat model that moves kind of shit. I mean, I, I feel like now is the time we put a, a, a spoiler alert into the podcast, because you might be giving too much away. <laughs> Not really. He comes up in, like, the first 20 seconds of the game. That there's uh, multiple right. characters? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting, though, because, yeah, that definitely uh, isn't what you see in the promotional material, or at least it doesn't seem to be. You always just you mean I can really spoil it if you want. Jay. No, I don't. I don't care. Well, I mean, I care in that I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, because Jay knows the twist. Oh, there's a twist. There's multiple twists, yeah, but there's that twist. Tell me, this is goofy enough. I might try it. No, I won't tell you. All right, it's a perfect twist. All right, cool. Any other uh, thoughts on it, or is that pretty much uh, pretty much your, your your coverage there? I mean, I'm. Like I, I, I've talked about Yoko Taro before, that I think he, he's uh, like one of these crazy auteurs that his games were always at least worth playing for me, with a big caveat that the gameplay is bad and you can not play it for the story and the world building and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, this one is actually good in the gameplay department too. So if you're going, to, if you want to see what this guy can do, this is probably the game they want to try on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of people saying that now they want to to play his older games, and I'm. And you're like, oh, that's got to be a rough one oh, to like go back. Yeah, you guys are going to be so it's sad. Like, um, <laughs> it's like playing Dark Souls, and I want to go and play Kingsfield. Right, exactly. Yeah, that does sound I rough. I don't remember Nair being that unplayable. He wasn't that bad, but uh, like the first Dragon Guard is it's bad, and it's aged terribly. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like, these are these are games that were cumbersome, like when they came out, and so now to look at them is probably much worse. You know what's aged really, really well? What is aged really well? Onimusha three. <laughs> okay, good, 
Congratulations and on Division 3. Did you actually play it, Jarrett? I played, uh, no, I played, uh, what's that one with the the guy? Shit. Um, Dawn of Darkness, or Dawn, it's got Dawn in the title. Dawn of Dreams. I played Dawn of Dreams. Dawn of I never played Dawn of Dreams. It's okay. Uh, so I don't know how it was. But 3 is, is really bizarre and weird, and you want to get it for like 6 bucks and have a way to play it. That's what I did. I mean, you can probably, probably emulate that at this point. Yeah, that's true, but I I preferred playing it on my console. My PlayStation 3 is still hooked up, so I might as well. I mean, always better. I mean, games like... that came out in 2004 are often cheaper than those. those <laughs> yeah, we already let Jay go back to 2013. Let's not let's not go back to the. Listen, uh, you want to if you want a crazy game, a crazy katana wielding game. I'm telling you, Onimusha 3 is your trip. I mean, I mean, it's it's good right now. I'm playing. Well, so I mean, John Paul. Yeah, I mean that's better than uh, the Near for sure. So I don't even know why you asked for. <laughs> I don't even know why you asked I, for I'm, a copy of Near. You have only Musha Three. I'm, I'm, playing, I'm playing as John Paul. <laughs> Listen, you're going to get me that copy of Near because you're going to get a prescription from my doctor. <laughs> you know what's a really wacky sword wielding game? What? 1964's Operation: The Board Game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guys, I, that guy up all sorts of I don't, ways. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but I was, I was playing this game this called Excite Bike the other day. It's fucking crazy. You drive these the <laughs> bike up the hill. Let me, let me just give this one snippet for the podcast. Okay, because the people are uh, dying to know. Yeah, I know they are dying to know. <laughs> you know, hey. Uh, wait wait just, until you hear this. Just as a quick aside, so, Computer and Video Games Magazine gave Onimusha 3 <laughs> a 6.6. Uh, and right. that's that's a, a, a shortly before they released their final issue in October two thousand four. Well, that, they're gone now, so that shows you that they probably should have been nicer to Onimusha three. They should have given it a higher score. Well, well you have to remember, right. back in the day, that's as high as numbers went. <laughs> they haven't had fancy ones yet. Say say what you will about my Onimusha three, but it got Michael to wake back up. Someone who reviewed this is probably dead by now. <laughs> I mean, that's a depressing thought. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> and yet God won't take Benkuchir. <laughs> One day, little buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know how many video games you get to play a Frenchman uh, tracking down like a cell phone smuggling operation to ancient Japan. What? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, because it has. That's, uh, actually, that's actually a twist in uh, in near. It has Leon, the professional, in it. Yeah, the professionals in it. I I remember him as the guy from uh, Mission Impossible. Is he the voice actor too, or did they just use his likeness? He's the voice actor too, but he's not very good. No, I wouldn't expect him to be very good. He probably like just went in, did the lines once, and then left. I mean, oftentimes <laughs> celebrities do not make very good voice actors, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, it's I guess that's the one thing, thing I can be good beyond beyond uh, beyond two souls. They weren't terrible. No, but I think that's a, it's a slightly different thing because they've now moved on into this realm where we're doing actual acting. You know, like they're doing motion capture and things like that. That's and so, true. I mean, it probably still feels really foreign having like a bunch of balls attached to you and and uh, you know dancing around, uh, especially especially for Ellen Page. But I would think that you can probably emote better uh, doing that than you can when you just go into a sound booth and talk into a microphone, which is what yeah, traditional voice acting was. You would know all about having balls attached to you. I would know about having balls attached to me? I have two, so yes, you're right. Sick burn. <laughs> two big old balls. 
They're called Yeah, but they're not yours. All right, this is a good time to pack it in. Um, <laughs> Actually, 15 minutes ago was a good time to pack yeah, it in. Yeah, that's probably true. All right, well, hey, guys, guess what? I want you to name our game, so write to us. We're at contactedenemyslime.com. Go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at the Enemy Slime on both of those services. Tell us, uh, tell us what you think, and and uh, what what should we, what, what do we do? Tell uh, tell me what game from two thousand you want us to have Jay play, and uh, and he'll tell you all about it. Maybe we can get like, uh, do you remember Grandia? I'm, I had a sequel. We can play Grandia. I actually too. played Grandia. I See? never played any of the Grandias. All right, well, tune in next week uh, for the Lunar Silver Star Story uh, podcast. Now that's a great where we video game discuss right the hot bath scenes and how uh, how titillating Lunar, we find Lunar them. Lunar Silver Story was fucking awesome. I know, I love, Jay, it. I love it. Jay, how did you like Carmageddon too? <laughs> I never played Carmageddon either. Wow, we you you, you sir have homework because uh, <laughs> that is unacceptable. Um, <laughs> all right, well, hey, thank Lunar you. Sixty four. That's the game that I won. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow all our shit and do whatever. And uh, stay tuned next week uh, where we talk about Diddy Kong Racing. And uh, I think with that, we are out.